Hello and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. I'm your host, Chili. As we talk about news reviews and all that good stuff. Man, there's been some leaks this week. There's been some sadness, I guess, for some people. There's been some joy for people like me, I guess. But to talk more about all the content that happened in the week, we've got Gary. Hey, Gary. Oh, hey. How you been? I've been all right, man. How have you been? I've not been bad, thank you. I had a good week. Uh, I've been playing Valheim mostly, to be honest, with my friends. Nice. We, we, we're in the Iron Age now, so... Oh, shit. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Does that go all the way up to modern times? I, probably not. Just I know that the next is Silver, so... Oh, shit. Silver Age. Yeah. Man, you're going to have Romans invading soon. Wait, that's the Bronze Age. <laughs> I nearly killed a sea monster, though. I was really Wait, proud of myself. Wait, you're the Bronze Age and going straight to the Silver Age? No, you go Bronze, Iron, and Silver. Oh, you already passed the Bronze Age. Oh, man. Yeah. You start off in Bronze, which, in my opinion, is the longest one because um, you need to actually make the Bronze, which means you'll go get mine Copper and Tin and then smelt it together to make uh, Bronze. Well, Iron, you can just find naturally. So... But you need the bronze stuff to be able to get to iron. So you have to kill a mon you have to kill the second world boss to get a key, which allows you to go into crypts to mine iron. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> the second boss was a giant wood tentacle monster. Perfect. How does the combat work <laughs> in that game? Pretty good. It's just like uh so there's no leveling system, but, but there is like a skill leveling system. As you use a weapon, your proficiency in that weapon type goes up. So if you equip a club, you just like level up your club skill and so forth. But if you die, you mm. lose some of your skill points. That's so. not good. And you lose all your equipment. You have to go back to your corpse to pick it up again. But it doesn't disappear. It just stays there until you get there. Well, Other people good. can steal your stuff, though. So if you die a second time, it doesn't matter. No, if you die a second time, it doesn't matter. And if you die a second time after dying, like right away, um, you don't you don't lose skills again. So you only lose a little bit of skill the first. I've got hiccups now. You only lose skills the first time you die, and then when you get back there, you can, you can start losing again. But until then, you've got a little time period where you don't lose again. Um, yeah. yeah, it's been fun. As I said, I nearly killed a sea monster, and we found a giant sea turtle, which has barnacles on that you have to mine. So, Perfect. yeah, it's been fun. I, I recommend if you got PC, I do recommend Valheim, and I do hope it comes to console eventually because it's a fun game, especially with friends. Yeah, if it's popular enough, I'm sure it will. Yeah, I don't see why it wouldn't. Well, it's got like five million players. Yeah, it shot up pretty quickly. Yeah. Five, one million players for each developer, because they only had five developers. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it's a bit buggy, and it does have some issues, but for an early access game, it's pretty feature complete, so I'm happy with it. Anyway, this isn't <laughs> Valheim the podcast as much as I want it, because I love uh, Pete and KK McLeod and Arby on my server, but a small group. Um, this is a PlayStation podcast, and we've got Alfonso here as well. Hey, Alfonso. Hello, hello. Yeah, sorry about talking about Valheim so much. How are you doing? It's okay. 
I am super tired with work and packing and finally moving yesterday, and I'm exhausted. But I'm here because we're here to talk about video games, and I wasn't going to miss this for nothing. Aww. Well, thank you. It's always good to see you. Slash chat yeah. with you. Um, to see you. Go with that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? What was that old phrase that someone used to say here on the TV show? Here? It's nice to see you to see you nice. I think. Or something like that. Something like that, I think. Um, anyway. Something that we're probably never going to see. We might as well start with some disappointment news. And by disappointment news, I mean stuff we could predict years ago. Uh, it seems like Dying Light 2 is getting a development update on March 17th. Um, so, who's who's calling it's going to be, like, closed down for some reason? Gary. No, I don't think it's going to be closed down. <laughs> or they're not going to stop development. Um, I think it's going to be an update on the game, where they're at, and probably get a release date i'm sure i'm sure we get a nice new looking trailer um i saw that they followed up with that announcement where somebody said that oh this is damage control because of all the bad press the game has gotten and they responded with um we admit that we announced the game way too early in development and the reason we're doing an update now is because we're ready to show the game rather than admitting all the bad shit that's been happening behind the scenes with the studio. They're essentially saying that there is no development hell. They're on track. They're doing fine. And their excuse for why the game has been delayed indefinitely without a release date is because they announced it too soon. Um, I've talked about this game already, and my opinion hasn't changed. I think it's going to release kind of probably the same way Cyberpunk released. Yeah. Um, a broken mess that they mm-hmm. hope people won't really pay attention to. Um, it sucks because it seems like every game that <laughs> um, the developers, uh, I don't remember who the developers, they did the first Dead Island and the first Dying Light. Um, Techland? Is it Techland? I don't know um, who did Dying Light. You're talking about the first Dead Island? Yeah. Let's have a look. Yeah, they also went on because they didn't want to do Dead Island 2. They went and did Dying Light 2. Or, or Dying Light, sorry. Deep Silver and Techland. Yeah, Techland I think developed it. Yeah. Yeah, it seems everything that they seem to touch, the sequel of that goes to shit. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. Like I said, to me, I'm not too... I don't really care for this game, in all honesty. I'm sure people will kind of see that as well when it comes out but yeah yeah. when it when it comes to like sequels to certain games if you take too long to develop it a lot of people is going to forget the first one because it's been a while since they played it and they're going to lose interest in the second one because you take too long to release it and this is how i feel about dying light 2 they're taking too long so I'm with Gary. I care. I could care less. Uh, I guess I don't care that much either. Even though they, I will admit, they gave so much support to Dynamite One. It got so much DLC for free, as well as the really good DLC that they released paid. 
So hopefully, still, we'll hear some good it stuff. just recently got a new piece of DLC oh, wow. as well. Yeah. Maybe you should stop making DLC for Dying Light One. Maybe that'll help with development. <laughs> well, Dying Light Two <laughs> has nothing to do with, like I say, it has nothing to do with the developers of the first game. Yeah, fair. So. You sure? Because it says confirms Techland, and Techland made the first one. Nah, I'm thinking that somebody else has making the sequel. Well, maybe it is the same team. I don't know. But clearly, the first one is more popular. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Unless you're talking about Dead Island 2 getting released, and Dead Island 1 getting new DLC, which I'd be shocked about, because that game is dead. <laughs> That's dead, Jim. Uh... I guess I'll cover this news while we should. Um, anyone's going to be like, oh, you're on the hate train just like every other Sony fanboy. But if you go back and listen to any podcast we've ever done ever, I've not given a shit about Beth City here in the first place. But still, um, Microsoft announced that all their games will be exclusive to Xbox after the um, confirmation of the merger well, the purchase, should we say, of Bersidia Games by Microsoft. Um, which means, if you want your Fallouts, your Elder Scrolls, uh, your Dishonoreds, and all that lot, you will have to need to get either get a PC or an Xbox or have a decent internet connection to be able to use cloud streaming. Um, but this doesn't affect Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo. It probably doesn't... I, I'm going to guess Indiana Jones as well. Uh, also, Eldon Scrolls Online and Fallout 76 will still be supported. Alfonso, I know I don't care at all because I don't care about any of their games, really, but for any, anyone else... I'm, I'm with you. I don't care at all either. Yeah, some of them I do play, like the Elder Scrolls and stuff like that, but they're not day one releases for me. They're down the line when they get discounted, heavily discounted. So, yeah, Xbox could do whatever the hell they want. I could care less. You already know how I feel about Xbox. As far as they're, you know, acquiring, like, confirming the deal that's acquired, I don't know. I, yeah, Bethesda's big, and I think they got, like, eight, like, developers under the Bethesda name. Yeah. I don't know all of them by heart, but, um, I don't know. For me, I think Xbox is still going to go down the same route that they did in the past. Look what happened with Bungie, and Bungie left them. Look what happened with 343, they don't do nothing with them. So, based on their track record, I feel the same could happen. But obviously, yes, things could be different because Bethesda is, you know, top, one of the top publishers out there. So, things might be different. But, like I said, based on track record, I feel Xbox just has them just to have them in their back pocket when they need something. Oh, let's go to Bethesda. Bethesda can make something fun. That's it. That's but yeah, remember when they bought like, Rare and then Rare made a kinetic game and that's it until yeah. like, a lot later on. Yeah, so I, I think they I, helped I with the avatar system as well for the Xbox. But I mean, considering their pay degree back in the Nintendo days, that was that was kind of a waste mm-hmm. of rare. I know we got Sea of Thieves now, but it took a while before we got Sea of Thieves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Gary, are you gonna miss Elder uh, Scrolls? Not, not really. Um, <laughs> I. <laughs> So this is interesting to me because I think it's I think people are misinterpreting what he's saying um and that's because of the way he's saying it because he knows what he's doing. They've been using mixed lingo for a very long time to confuse people 
and they're doing the same thing here. Um, I 100% expect all Bethesda-made games to still be multi-platform. Starfield, Elder Scrolls 6, Indiana Jones, um, Fallout 5, whatever that's going to be. It's all going to be multi-platform. This is the same type of lingo they used with Rise of the Tomb Raider. Where Remember, they kept saying it's exclusive to Xbox, and they kept dodging the question if it's eventually going to be multi-platform, and we all knew it was going to be. We all knew, unless they paid hefty money, that there's no way it was going to be exclusive. Um, the, the way he phrased it, he said all Bethesda games are going to be available on Game Pass and all systems that have Game Pass. Um, to me, that's saying, yes, it's going to be only on Game Pass, but that doesn't mean physically they're not going to release them on mm-hmm. other systems. That's what that means to me, is streaming services, it's only going to be on Game Pass. So you're not going to get it on Amazon Luma. You're not going to get it on Stadia. You're not going to get it on PlayStation Now. You're still going to be able to buy those games. You just won't be able to stream them or download them, however Microsoft does their thing. Um, I fully expect all their games to still be multi-platform. I think Bethesda knows that when they went into this deal... I think they made sure that their games were still going to be multi-platform. Um, they might be timed exclusive for a year or so, but eventually they're all going to come to PlayStation. Bethesda wouldn't announce a brand new PlayStation exclusive game in Doom 3 VR. Yeah, yeah. If they knew this wasn't going to happen. And maybe the game obviously was in development for a while, but to me it's just word of mouth. It, it, not word of mouth. It's just the way Microsoft portrays the way they announce things. Look at every time you watch their E3 is Xbox exclusive. Xbox is exclusive to Xbox. And we all know that every time they announce a game, they're not announcing exclusive games. They're announcing timed exclusive games or they're announcing um, exclusively being shown on their system or something. Every time they announce a game at E3 that says exclusive, we all look at it as that's going to be a multi-platform game. Um, so it's just the way they announce things, the way they talk about things. Um, to me, I 100% believe and I 100% guarantee that if, if Microsoft, if, if Bethesda is going to make games exclusively only for Xbox, we won't see any of those games until at least 2026, maybe. Fully exclusive to Xbox. I just don't see... Anything that they're working on right now to be exclusive only to Xbox. So, to me, it's just the way they're talking, which is they're very good at it. They're very good at marketing you into buying their system instead of the competitor system. So, that's my thoughts on it. Well, I guess we'll find out soon. Plus, you got Nintendo, and we all know that Microsoft has been really reaching out to Nintendo to get their games on Nintendo's system because they're probably outselling the Xbox version. Well, yeah. (laughs) I'm not shocked. Yeah. They're they're having a very good early. I'm sure we're going to get Game Pass on on the Switch sooner rather than later. I'm pretty confident about that. 
but as far as Game Pass coming to PlayStation, I I don't know. I just don't think Sony will do it. The, I, the only way I see Sony doing it is if Microsoft pretty much gives up on making a console and they're only going to be Game Pass. Then I can see Sony, okay, you can be here. But I was talking. I was talking to work to game on Twitter recently. It's like the way that uh, see it could work on the PlayStation Four, maybe. But the way that Microsoft could technically get the Game Pass working is because is through the browser. But yeah. like, uh, I doubt it. Just because of how the PS Four, maybe because the you know it used a different system. But the PS Five browser is very like tight. Like lockdown, because of how easy it was to export the PS4 and PS3 using the browser. Because there's so, there were so mm-hmm. many security holes. Like, um, I don't know if you know this, but you could actually run Linux on the PS4 using the browser. There's uh, there a security flaw in the browser where if you had a copy of Linux on your a USB drive, you were able to have the web browser load a specific code just by visiting a website and it would boot up the PS4 temporarily into Linux. Then when you restarted your PS4, you restarted back to the normal OS. But yeah, it would like boot up the PS4 into like a save mode on, but it would boot it from your USB so you could load up Linux that way. And you could play other console game, other consoles using it. It was like a full blown Linux. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I think that's been patched now. But yeah, it was a, an exploit for a long time where you could load up other OSs. So mm. yeah, Sony's had a bad history of that. So I can see why they're really <laughs> tight with the PS Five. Um, yeah. So uh, it, yeah. So. To me, like I know this is a big win for Xbox fans. I know they're yeah. going crazy. Oh, this is a huge victory for them. And it should be. I've always yeah. said that. If Microsoft buys Bethesda, they should make every game exclusive to this. So what's the point of buying, spending billions of dollars to buy a studio and not make it exclusive to yourself? Billion? It's a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if this was Sony or Nintendo, we would all be crying to get these games exclusively on our system. We were like, oh, yeah. they should never do it multi-platform. But Microsoft is a smart company in a way of, it's all about the money for them. Yeah. And they know they're going to sell more multi-platform than they will exclusively. Mm-hmm. I think they've already know, they, they already know that console-wise, they can't beat Sony. They just can't do it. They almost did with the 360, but at the end of its life cycle, the PS3 started to outsell it. Um, and they had a whole year start. So I think Microsoft already knows physically, there's just, they can't compete. So Game Pass is how they're going to do it. They yeah. want the best um, service out there, uh, whether either if it's streaming or if you're downloading the games to play it, however you're doing it, um, they want to be number one. And they know, we all know that digital is going to be the future. As much as I don't want it to be, I still love my physical stuff, but digital is the future. Um, and they're just getting a head start. They want to be the go-to place, and they know this is how you're going to do it. Um, acquiring Bethesda was strictly, in my opinion, a Game Pass deal. 
and whether Game Pass is going to hold Bethesda back, maybe, I don't know. Um, but we'll see. As I said, future-wise, I could see it being exclusive, but yeah. PlayStation fans who are sad and angry that they won't be playing the next Elder Scrolls on PlayStation, don't be, because you will be. I'm going to say this. I'm going to shout out to Hyperpixie Gaming. Uh, I was watching her. She's part of the Elder Scrolls Online stream team, uh, part of the actual Mm -hmm. official company. Um, And she was doing a giveaway on her Twitch, and I I entered just because there were so many people entering. I thought, why not? And I won a copy of ESO, so a big shout out to Hyperpixie for the free copy of Elder Scrolls Online. Nice. yeah, it was a collector's edition as well of the new expansion, so it, it came with all the other expansions. So thank you. Um, Very nice. Now, on to something that's... I've, I had to bring this article up because it's weird to me that they've done this. Um, they've decided to release a skin to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Crash Bandicoot, which is good. That's a good idea. That's cool. Why is it a corpse? Why are they like, happy 25th anniversary crash, here is your skeletons? I didn't even see this. I haven't seen this either. Yeah. They're like, here you go, put in general. Offers corpses of Crash Bandicoot and Coco as the, to celebrate the 25th anniversary. Why? Why would? Why would you do that? Why? What? What a weird skin to pick to celebrate an anniversary. Is you it know? some sort of South American Day of the Dead type thing? <laughs> no, it doesn't look anything like that. It has no markings or anything like that. It's just them in their underwear and shoes, and Crash has some gloves. I think it's actually a pretty cool costume. <laughs> Honestly, it's a cool costume, but it's not something I would. Put as an anniversary costume, this would be something I'd yeah. put out for Halloween. <laughs> like you said, Day of the Dead. Not happy anniversary, Crash. Please go die. Happy anniversary, Crash. You're a dead franchise. Yeah, that's exactly how I'm seeing it. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Crash has 25 years out. Let's celebrate him by saying, oh, we don't care about that you made 25 years. That's how I see it. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. It does look good. But, yeah. yes, Crash Crash been there from the start. And this is how you treat him? It's like, yeah, we don't care. Slap in the face. That's I, I don't get it. I, I, really I see it. it. I see it as, hey... You die so much in this Dark Souls platformer <laughs> that this is what Crash looks like when he's done with you, when you're done with him. <laughs> yeah, um, that's one of the hardest platformers there is. You've played it, Alfonso. You know what yeah. I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm getting out of that. <laughs> Yeah, Crash is now available on PS5 as well with cross-save 
So you can take mm-hmm. your save and put it over on that one, which I'm assuming they share uh, Platinum Trophies. There is no new Platinum Trophy for that game. Yeah, I'm not playing it again. Nope, that was it. Not again. Did you actually get the Platinum Trophy for it? No, no. I got super close, and <laughs> those damn time, those damn time trials. No, I'm not going through that again. Nope, I'm not even trying to finish it. Uh-uh, no. <laughs> It is too hard for you, my friend. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I don't need to get every platinum. You sure about that? Well, the ones yeah. that you can't buy, at least. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm the worst. <laughs> yeah, you kind of are when it comes to that. <laughs> Such is my life. All righty. Uh, I'm going to take over here because Ben has some important things that just came up. Um, the Resident Evil CG movie on Netflix. That's coming soon. I think May, they said. Um, but they are getting the voice actors who played Leon and Claire in the Resident Evil 2 remake to do the voices. Alfonso. Give did me. you like Give the me Resident now. Evil 2 remake? Yes, I loved it. Are you excited for this movie? We also got some hints uh, based on the poster they also released. Uh, apparently, the movie takes place in the White House with zombies storming Ooh. the gate of the White House. Apparently, the White House defenses got taken down by some surge of... So this of, isn't uh, based electrical... on a real-life event in January. I mean, wait. Oh, my God. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I better see somebody wearing a MAGA hat storming the... Ugh, that's terrible. I didn't want to bring it up. I'm sorry. You know what I just said? <laughs> but yes, Resident Evil, the movie, the, the CG movie. I don't remember what it's called. They gave it a nickname, but I don't remember what it is. But anyways, are you excited to see them finally using voice actors that they used before on something? Yes. Because they seem to always change voice actors for every version of that character or any of their characters. So this, this... is interesting. Well, for me, this will make it more real because you're using the same voice actors. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to, like, I don't want you to use a different, like, when they do things like this in terms of video games and then movie adaption, if you're using the character from the game, I want the same character in the movie adaption. When I see the movie adaption and I hear their voice, I want to close my eyes and visualize that character from the game. If you use a different voice actor, I cannot do that because I'm not hearing the voice that I heard from the game. So knowing that it's the same, I can do that. I'm on board. I want it now. I want it today, right now, at my time, 3.38 p.m. on March 14th. Give it to me now, <laughs> right now. Um, also interesting to note that this movie is actually going to be canon. I think it's the only CG movie that they said is going to be canon in the storyline. Um. Thankfully, because the other two had such ridiculous shit happening in them. There's no way it should have been canon. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, this movie apparently takes place right before Resident Evil 4. So before the president's daughter gets kidnapped and Leon takes off to Spain. Um, and also before Revelations 2, uh, which also stars Claire. And she's apparently now part of Triforce, I believe it is. Uh, the company that's trying to stop viral outbreaks and stuff like that. Um, but after 
obviously after three. So, <laughs> so yes, it is going to be a canon movie. So hopefully, I'm not going to see um, Leon super kicking zombie dog <laughs> running on the freeway at 95 miles an hour <laughs> off on the motorcycle. <laughs> so hopefully, that you know, who knows? Uh, ben, are you back? Oh uh, yes, I'm back. Sorry, okay. my nose was playing you... up, so had to. Oh, okay. What are, What are your thoughts? Eh, I'm not fast. <laughs> you don't. I'll probably it, watch it, but I, I don't know. I didn't mind. I only watched the first old Resident Evil movie. I, I as long as I re- didn't think of them as Resident Evil movies and put them as cheesy horror flicks, I didn't mind them. Oh, you're talking about the live action one. This is a yeah. CG one. This is yeah. a cartoon. I I can't wait to have a look. <laughs> no, the logo reminded if it's the one I think of, it reminded me of Resident Evil 4 Modern 2. Really? The logo did anyway, was it? Hmm? I swear I saw something that reminded me of the um Resident Evil 4 logo, but I can't remember what it was. Anyway, well, maybe it'll have a connection to 4 since it's taking place before it. Maybe. Uh, but I saw it on Twitter and I don't know where that image was from and I can't remember where the Twitter image was so lost to time Um, lost to time Hmm. so the Resident Evil movie yeah I'll watch it I doubt I'll go to watch it but if it's on Netflix or something like that Um, it is on Netflix it's a it's oh, a Netflix nice. movie. Yeah. Well, then I will watch it. <laughs> uh, are we done with about the movie? Yes. Okay. Crisis Remastered on PS4 and PS5 is getting amazing additions. I wonder if it can run Crisis. Um, but that's all we know. <laughs> well, apparently uh, it can't run Crisis because the game is a mess. <laughs> Nobody can <laughs> run. To this day, we still can't run Crisis. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> well, it's because it's a really it, buggy it, it game. Really it wasn't needs the fact that it was really, from what I hear. Yeah, it was just a when it even first came out, it was it looked great, but it was so demanding because it was such a buggy spaghetti code. Yeah. Um, the crisis, amazing additions. It was excited. Yeah. Sweet. I just want my Crisis 2 remake. That's the only Crisis I care about. I yeah, that's the only game. one. Yeah, that's the only one I played. So that's yeah. yeah so hey, yeah, here's a game for me and Alfonso that we're hyped for: Borderlands 3, the director's cut DLC, has been delayed to April 8th, 2021. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say cancel. I was finally gonna be happy about Borderlands. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> No, because then I would start with like Gary's hope for. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's been delayed. I don't I don't know what the director's cut DLC actually is, but it's been delayed. Uh, you gonna play it day one or are you not gonna buy it? Did you buy it? I bought it. I and I will play it day one. I, originally I wasn't because Snyder Cut came out the original date, but now they got pushed yeah. back, yeah. Day one, of course. Nice. 
This boy lamb. I don't know, because I'm still thinking about getting Outriders, and that's a week earlier, I think. Mm-hmm, yep. Uh, and then Pharmacy 14 has its patch a week later, so it's kind of in a weird position for me. Um, so I'm probably going to pass on it, but I'll probably get it later on. Um, but yeah, Borderlands 3, Director's Cut, it's been delayed. This is not, that's not too long. I think it's like two weeks to yeah. two and a half. And it's so understandable it's not... because they said it's because they're based in Texas and Texas had that horrible period recently with like the snowstorm and. Yeah. yeah it was uh, that period is continuing. They just got hit by multiple tornadoes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Stay no, safe, everyone in Texas. Yeah. That's horrible. Also, screw your electric company as well because the charges they made people were just stupid. Because of the way the Texas power grid works, that the company is allowed to charge more based on usage. So some people were getting like a thousand dollar bill. Because of what happened. Oh, Texas. I think it was electric. No it was one of their power supplies. It's like, yeah. Uh, well, now we, we've got two... two Announcements about um, digital showcases. We'll start with the one I care the most about. Square Enix. Uh, They'll be doing a digital showcase next week, which is uh, March 18th. So it should be out at the same time as this podcast almost. Uh, The day after Mm -hmm. this podcast. uh, Where they'll be showing off Outriders. Woo! Marvel's Avengers. Uh, Ballant Wonder (laughs) World. And just cause mobile. Uh, also, yeah. supposedly there'll be something related to Tomb Raider. I wonder what that could be. Ooh, I wonder. Perhaps Big a trilogy. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Life is Strange is supposed to be showcased there. So, yes. well, will be showcased there. So, uh, yeah, I've read the leaks. An announcement so. for that. So. Yeah. I've read the leaks for Life is Strange. It's quite crazy. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Supposedly, yeah, uh, from recent era, a while, basically a while back, someone leaked some information about Life is Strange, uh, saying that they're actually working on two. Two titles. So... Yeah, don't expect both tiles to be announced, but supposedly there's Life is Strange 3 and 4 in development. So, yeah. Not being done by uh, Dotmont, though. They've no. moved on. Completely Which different is... studio now. Which is fair. Hopefully they'll do, do it justice, though. Uh, mm-hmm. So the Square Enix is at 6pm GMT. Square Enix Presents is basically a Nintendo Direct or Sony... Whatever those are called again. I can't remember. State of place. That's it. Gary? What's up? Um, yeah, no, Square Enix. Um, I heard rumblings that they're going to do a showcase. Um, so I was kind of expecting it. Uh, I actually was expecting it next month, but uh, March is fine. Uh, they kind of ruined the showcase by telling you almost everything that's going to be there. I don't know why you would do that. Um, 
Life is Strange 3 is good to know, but how many people will actually tune in just for that is a different story. Me. But, no, that's fine. Like I said, you know, it's a fun franchise, but it's not, you know, a Final Fantasy franchise when it comes to numbers and fans. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But Life is Strange 3 is good. Uh, I've also, I believe they also said that Life is Strange, since they're moving on to a different studio, they're not going to be episodic anymore. So it's just going to be one full game now. Um. So we'll see. Um, I don't know what the leaks are, what the story is, or anything like that. But I still have have to play the first one. I haven't even played the first one yet. God damn it, Gary! <laughs> I know I'm terrible. Forgive me. <laughs> okay. It's okay because I've been itching for some story based adventure games, so I might finally download that and play it. Um. Oh, but the other stuff, the other stuff, um. Tomb Raider, well, Microsoft ruined that for us um, with their store listing, announcing the, the trilogy with all the DLC and all that, um, which is probably essentially going to release the day they make the announcement. I think it's the 18th, right? Their showcase, and that's what the release date for the that trilogy yeah. was listed for as well. Um, mm-hmm. That's cool. Uh, the only thing that will make me excited for that is if those games got like a PS5 upgrade. That'd be pretty cool. Um, yeah. I'll definitely go check them out again if they did. Uh, Bay One Wonderland. I played the demo. I didn't think it was incredibly good. Um, maybe this is them just trying to get people more excited for it. I don't know. Maybe they obviously made some changes from the demo because we know demos are old versions of the game. So most of the time. Um, Outriders, same situation. I feel like we know now because of the demo exactly what that game is going to be, so I don't see the point of showcasing it here. Um, but final hype, I guess. Got to do stuff to get people excited. Um, I think that's all the games they say are going to be there, right? Uh, and hopefully we'll get some... What was that? Outriders, or did you mention that? Yeah, I did. I thought you were talking about Avengers for some reason. Oh no, I'll talk about but Avengers is the same thing, you know, that's when the PS5 version launches, the 18th. Yeah. So I'm sure they'll showcase something. They'll probably announce the next DLC character. Um, which I believe is supposed to be Black Panther, but I think yeah. they they moved I believe they moved Spider Man up now to get Spider Man out before that. Um which just means everybody else is gonna have to wait longer for Black yeah. Panther. <laughs> Unless they somehow release both of them simultaneously or closer to. Also, Xbox will just have to wait until they actually get more DLC as well. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I'm hoping for some surprises. I hope they they show off some game we haven't seen. Um, But I'm expecting Fantasy 7 on PC to be announced. You think so? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. They also said Intergrade was going to be there, I believe, as well. Yeah. Oh wait, no, that's a different showcase. My bad. <laughs> yeah, one. Um, but we'll see. They might announce it for PC there. Um, but yeah, I doubt it, we'll get anything. It's April-ish for the PC version of Seven. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm hoping for a surprise. I'm hoping we see some, maybe the announcement from the from one of the Square Enix remakes projects that we talked about last week. Because yeah. um, apparently that's already in development. They just said they're going to announce what it is uh, at a later date. Hopefully this is the later date. 
excited to see what game they'll they'll be remaking from Square's IP catalogs. But as much as I want to get my hopes up for Final Fantasy 16 or Remake Part 2, that's not going to happen here. Maybe E3. Um, but apparently this is one of many showcases Square Enix is planning this year. So, yeah. My thoughts. Alfonso's uh, thoughts. Yeah, Alfonso? <laughs> yeah, all I care about is Life of Century. That's it. That's all I care about. That's all I want to see. Like, yes, they might do surprises, but honestly, I don't care because all I heard was Life of Century. To the fact that I'm just going to wait till it ends and just watch the clips on YouTube for Life of Century. I love that franchise. I love that series. I love that this time, this game is not going to be episodic. I used to hate when the first one came out and the second one came out and they took so long to release those episodes. No, they're not on the level like Telltale was back then. But yeah, they were close. And I used to hate like, oh, I'm going through my games and I see Life of Shade on my PS4. Oh, I can't play because episode not out. Now I got to do that no more. Yes, I can't wait to see what they have in stores for Life of Shade 3. That's it. That's the, that's all my thoughts. That's all the game I care about. <laughs> uh, I will always say thank you, Square Enix, for when Life is Strange One got announced. Uh, it was at Eurogamer Expo that they were doing like a private showing of the game, and they invited me to the pub near the event. And there was like five of us, five or six of us that got to watch a private demo. And then we all went off and played with the employees on a on Tomb Raider and this Dark Souls game that they had at the time. Can't remember what it was called now. So yeah, thank you Square Enix for the the private Life is Strange conference. It was fun. <laughs> and if you drank, they paid for your drinks, but I did. I don't drink, so. Uh... <laughs> so yeah, I look forward to Life is Strange three. I never played two though, so I played one. I never played two. Uh, yeah, but yeah, two, two is a little watered down. It's not as impactful as one, but it it's still yeah. enjoyable. Uh, but yeah, now as you mentioned, with uh, Sony is having Sony Japan will be having a live stream event on March twenty first, known as Play Play Play, which will have Resident Evil Village and Resident Evil Seven Remake Integrade. It'll be an hour from 8 p.m. to Resident 9 p.m. GST. 7 Intergrade. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to chop down zombies with cloud. <laughs> Resident Evil Village and Fantasy 7 Remake Integrate. <laughs> I liked it better the first time. <laughs> uh, the event will be an hour from 8 p.m. till 9 p.m. GST. Uh, you can watch it on YouTube. Uh, don't expect English though, because you know it's a Japanese event, so probably no. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, it comes out May seventh, Resident Evil Village, and remake comes out June tenth. So hopefully there'll be a lot more than just those two games. Otherwise, that'd be a weird live stream event. Uh, Alfonso. I'm looking forward more to Resident Evil Village because. Yeah, integrated is just minor tweaks, minor upgrades, not that big of a deal for me. But yeah, Resident Evil, of course, is the next in the series. Um, I want to know about that damn 
uh, what is whatever that that woman name is, I forgot. I want to know about about her. I hope they show more about her and like her story and more maybe more gameplay and stuff like that, more mechanics of the game. So yeah, all in for Resident Evil Eight. Uh, Gary. Yeah. Um. Interesting. For sure, you said it's an hour long for two games. I'm guessing half an hour for each one. Um, like you said, I hope there's going to be other games, but the way they're making it sound, it's literally going to be just a deep dive of these two games. And uh, like Alfonso, I'm more excited for Final Fantasy or fuck, God damn it, Final Fantasy. <laughs> God damn it, Resident Evil 8. <laughs> Resident Evil Village, uh, mostly because it's the one we've seen the least of so mm-hmm. far. Yeah, we got some gameplay of the last trailer they showed off, but I think this one we're going to get a full in-depth walkthrough mm-hmm. of a section of the game uh, just to really see how the game works and runs. And, you know, they obviously say it's going to be a little more action-y than Resident Evil 7 was. Uh, so I'm definitely more excited to see that. Um, Are you sure, Gary? Far... Are you sure? Sounds like you're I more excited because... for... Final Fantasy The Village, the Resident Evil 7, right? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Daryl with his Gatling handgun. He's mowing down dudes. No, uh, oh, obviously I'm excited for Intergrade, but, you know, it's Final Fantasy 7. I've platinumed that game. I've gone through it twice now. Um, so I know what to expect gameplay-wise. Uh, obviously, that showcase is probably going to be more for what the PS5 version is going to do, like Obviously, visually, with the lighting and haptic feedback, we'll probably get like a small section of uh, Yuffie's DLC uh, from that to, to get people kind of pumped for that. Um, maybe we'll get something with, was it Weiss? Is that his name that they showed? Um, maybe, I doubt it. They're probably going to want to keep that a little I'm secret, sorry, but you so. say Weiss, and I instantly think Dragon Ball. But yeah, Weiss, Weiss, Weiss. The, the guy from Dirge of Cerberus. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am hoping that they announce some new modes for that game, though. Um, I would be okay if they announced, like, some cool boss rush mode, you know? Um, do something cool like that. I'll be okay with that. Um, probably some, some more arena stuff, I think, would be cool. But I, I do hope they announce some new modes um, that they probably haven't shown off yet. But Or they might focus on that... Uh, Chapter, what is it, 7.5, I think it is? Yeah. The one where you play as Tifa before she goes to be the Dawn in the in the cage thing. So maybe we'll see some more footage of that. But other than, than that, like I said, Resident Evil 8 is the one I'm, I'm more excited to see just because we've seen a lot less of that, whereas we've already had a full year to play Resident Evil or Final Fantasy 7. Mm-hmm. So... You had a full year to play Resident Evil, you lucky. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> but something tells me they're going to show off some of the multiplayer too, and I don't want to deal with that. Uh, the RE verse thing. Yeah, that looks so stupid. <laughs> and I'm the one who promotes online stuff normally. So, has anyone got anything they want to talk about before we end the sh- episode? Uh, yeah. Yeah. They announced a brand new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge game. <laughs> Are you out of your mind to not bring that up from the same guys who did Streets of Rage 4? 
I'll be honest, I've looked it too much. Okay, if you never played Turtles in Time, you don't know no. what you're missing out on. I have yeah. not played Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles in Time. Oh my god, you They're missed so out. Good. Old yeah. school, classic arcade beat em up, and Sega Genesis beat em up, yeah. or Mega Drive beat em up. But man, I am so stoked for this. Heroes in uh, a Half Shell, Turtle Power. They even have that theme song. Uh, <laughs> I bet it won't have yeah, the UK one where everything's replaced with hero but still oh god yeah so they're going old school it's not the new nickelodeon cartoon that they have now um this is the old school cartoon version of ninja turtles and i'm excited uh so yeah it's being published by Dotmon, the streets of rage developers and is being developed by tribute games nice. who made scott pilgrim versus the world so yeah i'm super stoked for this you have no idea as well four player co-op yeah um uh, i'm waiting for that limited run collector's edition to be announced and i'm gonna be jumping <laughs> on that so fast oh so fast i can't believe you didn't bring that up man how dare you <laughs> uh see i don't Ooh. know I, I okay i can see he's got the staff he's got his swords but what's this nunchuck thing he, he had he had a grappling hook don't. Don't bring up the, the <laughs> shitty UK version of a classic. <laughs> Swords are okay, but nunchucks, that's too deadly. And it is. <laughs> uh, I think I brought it up to you, Alfonso, but they got rid of the nunchucks yeah. in the UK version. <laughs> yeah. Too dangerous. <laughs> what? <laughs> too dangerous. But no, oh. this does look good. I will probably pick it up depending on when it comes out. We can play it together. We could, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. unless it's region locked, because you know, for some reason that's a thing. Yeah, it is sometimes <laughs> a thing. But it's okay. NA Chile exist. So, um, the other news I wanted to bring up, Ben, which is more a kind of a bad news situation, but we are finally seeing the ramifications of that massive Capcom leak that happened. Um, and because of that leak, Capcom employees are being forced to work at the office despite Japan's emergency shutdown due to the coronavirus. Um, clearly, I don't know who's at fault, whether it's Capcom's security network or if somebody got hacked while working from home. That's obviously a big possibility. But it was a massive hack, um, which spoiled all of Resident Evil 8. You can go find the leaks of the entire story of Resident Evil 8, along with footage and stuff, on the line in the dark webs, probably. Capcom has done a great job of trying to pull those. But obviously, a lot of unannounced games were leaked. And we covered some of those already. Um, but developers are now being forced to work from home or from the office which sucks because obviously there's a deadly pandemic going on um but who's to blame that's a different story obviously if you're working from home you're probably not thinking oh i need government security to breach into my computer you know you're not thinking that way so it sucks for them because of some assholes who decided to hack a company, you've essentially forced employees to go work in a deadly environment. 
and fuck those guys, in my opinion, for forcing this to happen. <laughs> so I just thought I'd bring that up. Thoughts? It sucks because, like you said, you force them to work in a daily environment. Now they have to be more cautious of their health, their where being around others to see who's possibly positive with this virus. And that to me is a big distraction because yes, you you're doing these crazy hours, you have to put all your effort and energy into the project that you're working on. But how can you really focus on that knowing that you're not in a safe environment? You're better you're better like you said, you're better off home because okay, you're in your own environment, you know that you're okay. But to be out there in public and you know there's a lot of, you know, Japanese workers out there because Japanese is a huge population in terms of that that environment, that that feel, yeah, this this sucks, and I honestly don't know how this is gonna work because a lot of people will not feel safe. A lot of people, some people might quit just because of that, because they will feel that this is unfair that you jeopardized my life over a game. So, yeah, I I feel bad for them that they have to go through this. Like you said, fuck those assholes who cause them to go back out in the field of the public to work on these projects. And I hope they all die. I hope they all burn in hell. I know that's a little cruel, but what you did is just as cruel. So y'all, y'all could kick rocks, whoever did this. Matter of fact, matter of fact, you could take off your socks, you go put it in acid so your skin melts off and you see your bone, and then you could kick rocks. Yeah. Sorry. Damn, Alfonso. I think you've... uh. I think works really got you down, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, so I'm going to bring something completely off topic that I just found out and tested myself on a separate Twitter account. Um, do not tweet the name Memphis right now. The, after the state, yeah, the city, I mean, of Tennessee. Okay, why? Okay. Because as soon as you type Memphis and tweet it, you get banned for 12 hours. Why? I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I saw someone tweet about the fact that they got banned for typing Memphis and I thought I'd test it and I got banned so you're banned from Twitter right now on my separate on a separate account not on this one that makes no sense what if your name is Memphis and you're trying to write somebody so you get like, you get a 12 hour ban instantly <sighs> oh my I'm God. so confused <laughs> so <laughs> People actually tweeting companies that have the name Memphis in their name just to say it so they can get banned. Yeah, I got banned for mm. promoting private information, tweeting out private information by wow. just saying Memphis. So just a heads up in case that's still around. And yeah, luckily I had a separate Twitter account, a Twitch account that I don't, a Twitter account, yeah, that I don't use. But yeah, I, I just thought that was kind of funny. Man, I hope the Memphis Grizzlies basketball team isn't playing today. <laughs> the official NBA chat's getting banned. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, boy. Thanks okay. Thanks for the for us there, Ben. <laughs> Sorry about that. I just found that funny. Uh, anyway, um, 
Are we done? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was a wonderful episode of uh, PlayStation Unchained. Thank you everyone for joining us. Gary, you got any shout outs? Shout out to you, Ben. Thank you for having me on. Shout out to Alfonso. Thank you for joining us. I hope your uh, work week goes better this week. Nah, it's not. It's not. It won't. It's not. <laughs> you never know, man. You might win a million dollar prize at work. I doubt that. <laughs> or a box of dildos might fall on your head. Who knows? Oh my God. No. <laughs> never. It's a possibility. Anyways, shout out to you guys. Like I said, shout out to Tim, Chris, all my friends. And um, yeah, you can reach me on Twitter at memphis.com. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Gagawush, that's G A G L A U S H. Alfonso, you got any shout outs? Shout out to you, Ben. Shout out to you, Gary. Thank you for the laughs and. and information on the games but this definitely helped clear my mind because of the stressful week I have with work and and moving. Um shout outs because a lot of things happened on the 19th. First one, shout out to my sister as her birthday is on the 19th. Um this Friday. Shout out Wish to happy birthday for us. Belated birthdays. <laughs> shout out to my future parent in laws. Their anniversary is also the 19th. Um, to all the Marvel fans, Disney's second Marvel TV show, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, also comes out on Friday the 19th. So, if you're a fan of Marvel shows based on the success of WandaVision, look out for that. But the biggest news, Gary, you know this. My what? DC fans, the movie that we should have got four years ago, Zack Snyder's Snyder Cut Justly is out on Thursday. March 18th. So, if you're a big fan and you've been waiting for this, now is the time. It's finally here. I cannot wait. I took work off just to see this movie. Yeah, so Trent's already going to have to work now, man. No, I am not working. Ah, <laughs> nope. I am not coming. They call, my phone will be off. I am not answering it. Nope. I don't nope. know. With nope. the amount of excitement you sound like, you definitely are coming. No, I'm not coming. No. 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 <laughs> nope. And they try yeah. to give me written warnings or say, oh, you're fired, then so be it, because I'm not going. Nope. No. 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 Mm. Yeah, but you can follow me on Twitter at AliChan7. Uh, you can find me at MGLNSCoreChili. Shout out to both Gary and Alfonso, as always, for being on. Uh, we'll be back next week with more news, reviews, and all that good stuff. Remember, until it's fixed, make sure you don't say Memphis on Twitter, otherwise you'll get banned for, 20, for 12 hours. So until then, bye-bye, everyone. <laughs> bye. Maybe I should try Boy. and fill this up for a minute because it's going to be an hour, but I won't. Bye. <clears throat> do, 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 do.